Yo, what's up, guys? Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this podcast today. You can find the rest of our podcasts on Spotify and the Apple Podcast app. Head over to our Instagram and follow all of our socials on there. That's High Five, Slow Boy, and Mateo. Subscribe, give us a like, hit that five-star rating, and be sure to drop us a comment. We want to hear what you have to say. Once again, we are so thankful you guys are taking the time to check this out. So without any further delay, let's go on to the show. We are back. Yo, what's up, guys? We finally came up with the name. Yeah. We're going with Dirty Hurts Podcast. With Slow Boy and High Fives. Um, it's not in alphabetical order, but I think it sounds better. High Fives and Slow Boy. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it doesn't just, roll off the tongue. Yeah, no. I don't know. We're open to suggestions, but that's what we're going to go with. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Um, so today is January 5th, the day after my birthday. Ooh, happy birthday. I'm 52 now, and uh, I don't look at age over 28, so. I mean, I'd say good 38, but. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 38. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, uh, it's been well, not much different than the last year so far. Yeah, everything still feels pretty much the same. We're only five days in. But, five, yeah, I mean, what what can we say? But um, uh, whatchamacallit, this past weekend was pretty fun, New Year's. Yeah, out. no, that was a good time. That was really fun. We hung out at uh, Akimbo and uh, uh, Weewa's place. Yeah. Um, and Weewa was... played some of his new originals. That yeah. guy is making some heat right now. Yeah, he played his new his new EP. And, I mean, I've been listening to it uh, here and there when I'm driving to work and stuff already like three times. And, uh, yeah, and hearing him playing them is just a whole different, whole different vibe. It's so much more fun. Um, just like. Just, you know, seeing the artists play their own shit is way, way cooler than just listening oh, to it. Yeah, no, I'm seriously impressed with this set. And, man, yeah. you know, those Akimbo's got those 3000s. Jeez. Oh, my God. Those dude. are like the Cadillacs of CDJs. Those are, yeah, those are insane. I remember the first, like, four times I was touching those guys. I was just like, I don't even know what to do. How do I find my USB? You have to hit source and stuff. Like, I'm not used to that. Yeah, I still don't know what the hell I'm doing on them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like they're so smooth. I'm, like, messing up. I'm right. just used to what I play on. And, right. But they're nice. I'd, yeah, I'd love to get me some. Oh, my God. That's definitely the goal, just to have those in the back, like, just in the back back studio. Like, once I, you know, settle into a house, not living in townhomes and stuff like that, I definitely want to invest in Something like that. Oh yeah, you gotta grip that. Yeah, boy. gotta gotta quit moving on it. <laughs> I mean, we could cut. We always we could cut those out, but yeah, the first podcast we did have the double camera. We're we're gonna have that going, um, but this time we're just gonna keep it separate because the last time we didn't have a tripod and it's probably gonna look weird. But I mean, who cares? It's we're slowly gonna get better yeah. at this, kind of evolve as we go. It's right. all you know. The first step to doing it is just. Start just doing, doing it. it, you know, yeah. just working it um, out. That's how it's been with streams and exactly. everything else we've done, making music, yeah, you DJing, start, just go yeah. for it. You just keep trying and trying until you fix it up. And 
Um, we are probably going to have different sets. Uh, we're not going to always be in the same setting. We might shit. We might switch it around and sit on the couch. Who knows? We're just trying to keep it nice and free form, and you know, you know, just keep this going. Um, like I said, these this it is January fifth right now, but this you're probably listening to this like a month later. Yeah, I definitely want to get these out sooner than later. So we're we're catching up on some podcasts, so we have a backlog of stuff just in case one of these days we can't meet up for one of the weeks because of work and stuff. And like, yeah, I bet you're you're questioning yourself. Like, these guys have work; they're not just living off the music. No, not yet. No, you know, we are hopefully someday. But one of these days soon. Um, hopefully, the podcast will keep us afloat, so then we can do. 24 7 of just music and podcast and content for you guys and yeah, maybe we'll have an actual studio yeah. set up but you know <laughs> right. and it will be the same place and right nice chairs and some mic stands exactly things like that like, you know like, i don't mind holding the microphone this is kind of fun but you know, a nice little holding thing would be yeah. a mic stand yeah a mic, <laughs> a mic holder <laughs> i'm just i'm just not very uh accustomed to this yet you know yeah seth seth does a lot of editing because of me yeah i mean hey I mean, he's going to have to start editing, too, so it won't be, just be me. You'll hear it. Yeah. You'll get used to it. You're like, oh, fuck, okay, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but um, getting back to this past weekend, man, it was such a good, like, a really good start of the year. Like, Oh, yeah. Like, last year, yeah, it was a good start. Everything was cool. Everything was fine. And then, obviously, COVID happened. But um, just so just, everyone knows, it was a small gathering. Very So we small. don't get attacked for yes. this. It was literally everyone we've been hanging out with since pretty much COVID started. It's like the same rotation of 10 people. And it's like, you know, it's it's no big deal. We're not having like 50 people over partying all crazy. No, we were just hanging out, you know, listening to music, having some beers. and I'm not here champagne. to shame anyone for anything. No, know, I mean, do what you got to yeah. do. As long as you're not hanging out with elderlies, like, I mean, that's the only people we're really super worried about. There was a, I just saw today before you got over here, there was like a rave in France with like, 2,500 people in these abandoned warehouses that got busted. I, you know, I don't know if it got busted or if they just know about it or I just found out later yeah, or something. But I mean, people are still doing the stuff. You know, everyone's people itching gonna, to get out there. And there's no way we could continue doing this like mm-mm. for a whole nother year. Like, we're going to have to figure something out. Like, like, yeah, like Indie Mojo at the Mousetrap has been having shows, but it's been masked up no we had shows now well yeah. not not as of late but you know when we thought no shows were happening yeah, you know, yeah. they you know they came through with with covid um requirements and stuff like that like mask on at all times like even if you're sitting down they're like yeah you're cool but we'd rather you have them on and like still keep six feet apart and like it, it definitely helped and got us through the like the summer oh yeah but you know, we still had some some good times out there. Yeah, definitely had some good shows too. Like Ravens Coon came out. That was like that was crazy. I know that wasn't Indie Mojo, but still, that's yeah. That yeah. was at the trap, and it was definitely nice to have them out. And like Shanghai came for Halloween. Like Unk, that was insane. Like yeah, we definitely needed that. We definitely needed those. Oh, and here's Mia. Mia. Here's our guest, Mia. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Thank you, Mia. <laughs> and uh, our editor, but right, <laughs> our producer. Um, but yeah, I wanted to get back to, I know we keep tangenting, but, um, this past weekend was just, the vibes were just so good. Like everyone just seems like they're ready for this year musically and stuff. Like we do hang out Mm -hmm. with all DJs and producers pretty much. So everyone just, you know, Kimbo has like 
a thousand songs that are unreleased that he doesn't know what to do with and he could easily be <laughs> releasing through Wakan if he really wanted to like the stuff that he's making is so next level that he needs to get his shit out now uh we was getting some releases and stuff which is amazing yeah um and like those are the close homies and stuff like that so it's been really awesome to see i mean you know i've only really seriously been trying to do this for the past three years right you know just right for then it's just like bedroom dj bedroom right. producer kind of stuff you know, some and, parties and stuff yeah and um just i remember the first open decks i played with i played at the mousetrap all the people there uh, i'd say 90 percent of them are still doing stuff yeah. you know um yeah. kraken played a show there and he He's doing big things. Oh, you my know. God, dude. Freaking truth. I saw on one. He posted on or Kraken post on his Instagram like a couple of weeks ago that truth was playing one of his songs. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, the dude, that's uh, in Australia, I think. Or mm-hmm. I don't oh, they were, I think they're from New Zealand, New Zealand. And then the other guys in L.A., I think, or something like that. I, I know they do you. their streams separately. The guy with the brighter hair, the blonde hair. Okay, um, okay. I don't remember their names, but. Um, he was playing his track, and that's huge. Yeah, there's people, yeah. there's, I mean, I know I'm not the only one that listens to a stream and goes, you know, ID or who's, who is this? Mm-hmm. And then you get seven new songs just from listening to like an hour session because you maybe know the rest of the songs or you yeah. finally get a track name. So there's people out there that are probably like downloading his shit right now, just like listening to all of his stuff just because of that one song being played. Mm-hmm. And his song was fire, and it's like, we just need to, you know, 2021. 2020, we thought, was the year that Frequency Family was going to be doing things. because so we had a bunch of stuff booked for us. And, like, yeah, we did play shows. Big shout-out to Indie Mojo again. But I think 2021 is definitely going to be the year where we all, where we're all going to, like, you know, like, I know Smiles has his logo and stuff like that. Wizard pretty much has his stuff ready to go. He just needs to get his new release shit out and oh, stuff yeah. like that. But I know, like, with you and me, we're definitely trying to build our image better. Definitely. Like, you know, we have stuff. We mm-hmm. do have, you know, I do have a logo, and um, I don't think it's finished. It's definitely a nice start from what I was using from just r- random fonts. But now I have, yeah, just like some com or whatever, this app that we're, other app that we've been using for stuff. Um, I know for 2021, I definitely want to, like, get releases out and stuff like that. Okay, no, nothing from Mia, but... She wanted to be a part of this She does, wants yeah. to be a part of it. That's fine. Vlad hopefully will pop up, the big lion. Yeah, no, Panther. I mean, you were talking about the streams, and, you know, actually, we were all kind of like... Hold on, I'm scared she's going to hit this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to create chaos. She jumps on all buttons. But the streams have been, you know, it kind of sucked that that's what we, we resorted to. Mm. But now, how many awesome artists do you get to see, like, performing shows for free right yeah you know doing their own thing creating their own experience um almost a little more personal than oh, yeah. a show where there's just everybody out there the same production and yep. the same same area i yep. mean it's it's different you know yeah it definitely helps that people are doing this because it's like okay cool like we get to see we get to hear new music without like it's not like we don't want to pay to go see shows we definitely dish our money out to artists like that but oh for sure for sure um but being able to just be like, okay, cool. Like with Insomniac, I got to see, mm-hmm. I got to see Mr. Carmack and Saruda. I didn't yeah. get to see them all year. And usually I see them twice a year, mm-hmm. if anything, somewhere at a festival or nearby show. So it was just cool to get to see artists that you enjoy 
Yeah, I mean, and honestly, streaming has been fun for me. I don't, yeah. you know, it's oh, been yeah. something that I've learned some new skills with it. You know, I'd never done any Twitch stream or anything, just learning OBS and kind of getting into some visuals and right. doing the best we could with, right. like, you know, basic stuff. Right. Really no investment at all in it other than, you know, our phones and just some use, apps. Yeah, and, using what we have and just yeah. a couple apps that we already had purchased, mm-hmm. like, years ago, like I like Hyperspective. Like, yeah, yeah, like that's we an were, awesome app. Like, we were using them to make these crazy, <clears throat> these crazy visuals that we would just put on loop and, you know, chop them up and stuff like that for the show. And, and a lot of people have just been complimenting. Like, I know uh, Slow here has been doing a lot more of the visuals than I have, for sure. Like, I know I was doing it in the beginning, but you've been, like, continuously doing it people yeah. are like holy shit like what are you even using like what crazy program what thousand dollar program are you using yeah, like yeah. no a, a two dollar program and then what yeah. i already have right here yeah no it's been cool to get using like resolume and stuff now and oh yeah just kind of like this podcast will grow you know that's how the stream has mm-hmm. been growing and getting more and more and you know right now we're doing that every thursday yeah um on the indie mojo channel yep uh we'll so put, yeah we'll check put it the out. link up right here and for the Twitch and stuff and different uh, handles that you guys could follow and stuff, which we greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the podcast, I know we saw this before, going to be weekly. Um, so that'll be fun. Um, I know we keep tangenting again. I just Like, this past weekend really just, like, opened up my eyes into what we could do with this music stuff. Like, there's, like, uh, there's no, it's not, like, Say for example, tomorrow you blow up and you're you have a tour set up for 2022. Oh, yeah, yeah. Doesn't mean that I'm not going to have anything in the next year as long as I keep putting stuff out. And excuse me, I have a ton of people like this past weekend that were just like, "Oh my god!" Like these are your songs, or "Oh, you do this," or you can you don't just play like experimental bass. You could like switch it up and stuff like that. And people are just really noticing us and the frequency family boys and just everything that we were, we're just going to be dishing out to you guys here this year. Like, I know I'm trying to get releases and oh, yeah. stuff like that. And, you know, it's yeah. a start of a new year. And I right. think we, like you said, we all kind of got crushed and we we're so eager and ambitious at the beginning of last year and ready to go with everything. Right. And, and now that we stopped on anything, you know, is a, yeah, we've definitely been continuing. I know I could have worked harder, um, but it was just like last year it was just such a, a letdown that like my creative juices just fucking weren't there at all. And it's just like now it's like, okay, like, you know, I'm kind of, I'm feeling it again. I'm back in it. And like, I feel like as long as I'm doing some kind of content, it, co- mm-hmm. content and entertaining the people and friends and stuff, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah, no. And yeah, I think, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people killed it during quarantine. You know, mm-hmm. they were like still crushing it and went ahead and, you know, I think we did a lot of things, too. But part of, I think, kind of art stuff is having inspiration and being out in new experiences and stuff. Right. So when you're limited to the places you can go and kind of how things are, um, it can hinder that. It's harder. It's you know? definitely hard. And I never realized how much harder it really was. Like, just being at home or going straight to work and coming home. And, yeah, you know, I'm hang- we're all hanging out with people who are very creative and, you know, we could bounce ideas off each other but that can only go so far without us being out and like oh fuck like, read more books maybe you know, something take like, adventures and right into stories right <laughs> like that could, who knows that could 
spark some kind of whole EP where you're just like, damn, I just read the story that now I kind of want to like work into like the character. And like, yeah, 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 you're not using that those. You know what I'm saying? You're using that as your idea to possibly get some shit out. Yeah, which could definitely help. Well, we'll take your book suggestions. Yeah, yeah. if you guys got some, <laughs> leave them in the comments. Uh, oh, excuse me, but yeah, this. I can't reiterate how how good this weekend because like we, what was it? New Year's was like Friday, right? I think. Uh, Thursday night. Thursday night, and then I think it was either it was Saturday. We went back over to uh, Akimbo's and uh, we were just hanging out again, and we ended up mixing for. I think we and I mixed for like three hours straight. Yeah, and everyone who was there, like some people knew I could do that. That was there, but. The other friends that were there were just like, damn, like, I didn't know, like, you could do that. They only seen, like, Weewa do it or maybe Akimbo do it. But, like, mm-hmm. him and I, Weewa and I were just up there just fucking playing every song that we had on our USB. And just everyone was just like, holy shit, like, I can't <laughs> believe, like, you guys were doing that. Like, da-da-da. And they're like, yeah, like, we we can, you know, throw down. Like, now he has everything in his basement, so, like, the sound in there is just so fucking good. Yeah, the basement setup's dope. It's so nice. And we were just chilling with some visuals and stuff. And <clears throat> it's just it's just fun just to see people really appreciate what you're doing. Oh, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like all, all it takes is a couple. It could take maybe two releases on a couple labels, and people are like, oh, shit, this guy's out here doing stuff. Oh, fuck, mm-hmm. like. Let's check him out, and then maybe even in two years we get a mini tour where it's like ten shows or something. Like I'll take it, yeah. Because yeah. like once that happens, it's kind of just it's just a, a uphill, downhill, awesome battle that you just got to go through. Well, you know, like I've said it before, regardless of what happens with anything, I'm still going to be. I mean, music's always been a part of my life, and it's yeah. always been kind of that escape or just something to kind of keep me sane, right? And, uh, right. You know, yeah. So I, I'd rather not just be playing music for my cats. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Even though they dig it, yeah, but, they uh, love it. But <laughs> it's nice. It's nice to be out there with the audience and and other people, and then with other artists, and just kind of mm-hmm. you know hanging out with people that have the same passions as you. Right. You know, like almost all of my friends are are artists of some sort. Exactly. You know, it's. I feel like it's almost. I was thinking the other day, like it's probably going to be hard to be friends with people who either it, i mean it's not gonna be that hard to hang out with people who don't like this music and stuff like that but it's it's more fun to have people who are into it like oh did you hear this song or let's yeah, yeah. mix and there's five of us just hopping on the decks for six hours just because we just want to do a giant back-to-back and like that's our fun just like mixing and you know working on music and stuff like that yeah and that's almost always involved in our hangouts literally <laughs> you know? yeah eventually if someone has decks someone's plugging in a usb and then it's like okay i kind of want to mix yeah. too and then you get an hour in you're like okay i'm over it and then then it's like two random people just doing back-to-backs that you would never expect and it's just like okay this is fun like this is this is what we need to just let loose or even just have a good time like yeah yeah um you know and it's it'll be interesting to see if things ever get back to the way they were though mm-hmm. if the whole kind of you know the industry will be changed somewhat forever i feel like yeah. you know this has put a mark on things right but you know i still see they are planning festivals next, this year right i think so i think forest is coming back i heard rumors yeah. well i mean they were planning them at the end of last year even you know they had them planned for september and stuff and oh okay um 
I don't know which ones, but I know, right. uh, you know, I wonder if that's going to happen too. I don't, you know, I was at the dentist today and he's, he followed, he's a dentist that does all this other health stuff too. But, um, you know, he's like, I'm pretty sure that masks are going to be the new norm for a long time. Yeah. You know, and if right. that's the case, are they still going to gather people and a lot of people in large areas? Right. And, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see. I was thinking maybe even the festivals might turn into lesser people. Yeah. Like get your, like it's already, uh, get your tickets before it's sold out. Now it's probably going to be like, okay, now we're actually doing like, you know, 60% capacity, like at Forest or something, because they could spread shit out for sure how big it is over there, but yeah. it might not be as people-wise as big as, you know, it was just last year or yeah. two years ago, I mean. Well, I mean, big festivals might just disappear for a while. Right. Who knows? You know, it might yeah. just be smaller, smaller shows mm-hmm. and gradually come back, you know, over yeah. years. I mean... I remember when it wasn't a norm for big festivals like this to be everywhere. True. I guess we had like, like Warp Tour and shit for like sure. that. Sure, Lollapalooza yeah. and Forest before it was Forest. Yeah, but like and the reoccurring Woodstocks. Right, right, you know? exactly. But it's like there was always still something, but now that it's like such a big thing that almost everyone wants to do, that it's like, yeah, they might not come back for maybe another year or something or if they're like okay most of the world's vaccine and vaccinated so maybe it'll be cool that we do have um at least 80 percent or something like yeah as long as i feel like as long as as long as we could get something going and like the cities will just let us let it happen and um in a safe way in a safe environment i think we'll be good but if it doesn't there's just going to be small parties at people's houses with 200 people crammed in there or something because they're just over it and they just want to have people over and play shows. And it's like, regardless, like you said with the France thing, like yeah. and the underground shit, like I feel like the underground's really going to thrive now. Maybe we'll have some real raves again, right? right. Here, you know? Yeah. Like I've always like heard of it, like, you know, those nineties raves and stuff like that. Like, man, I really wish I could have been a part of that. And, and honestly, it's, because of COVID, I have been a part of it, and I've got to play some sh- some secret shows mm-hmm. uh, around here, uh, one of them, but it's, like, still, like, that was... They were also safe. They were very <laughs> safe, yeah. It was actually pretty fucking, like, it was cool. Like, there wasn't that many people there, but it was still just, like, in this, like, random warehouse that, like, this guy owns and does his art in there, and <clears throat> another person who was running it, uh, I don't know if I should say names, but, nah. yeah, I didn't think so, Uh <laughs> Um, if you know, you know, but like a guy who ran it, you know, made sure there was like, I don't even think there was a hundred people there. Yeah. You know, yeah, like it, maybe 110 people were there, but it was like people were in and out. Like people weren't all, all there cause they wanted to see someone and, and then they left and, you know, and then a couple more people showed up, but there was only a limited amount of tickets. So yeah. it didn't even matter if so they all were there. What if that becomes like the norm, like to go? If they do have festivals, you have to like prove you're vaccinated. <sighs> you got to get a test before you, like, the the day before everyone has to arrive and do like a twenty four hour test and can't come in. It, I mean, who knows? What if like a I new mean, a new strain of the virus comes out again? There is a new strain. That's well, <laughs> one that the vaccine doesn't work for. Oh yeah, you know, supposedly it works for this one. But right, right. You know, I I can't take the vaccine. I well, it's advi- I'm advised against it. They say because of my food and oh, yeah, every, allergies and yeah, stuff. every other kind of allergy I have. Yeah, I'm. I don't even know. I don't. I don't even know what 
I could, I could, I could see like what you just said because people already show up a day before for festivals or mm-hmm. even two days before the festival. So you show up. I would say you show up, and then maybe they do like a two day run or something where you just, you show up two days before. You get the test as soon as you get there. You get your 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 answers the next day, and if you're positive or negative, you gotta leave, and maybe well, you get half your money back or something. I guess that's not even safe though, because like you gather everyone to get the test, yeah. and then they're already exposed before they get into the festival. Yeah, maybe, or they just Who like knows? hey, like when you when they do their camp. That's why the I was even thinking like it's like sixty to seventy percent because then they would have to yeah. push the the camping areas even farther. So it's like, yeah, people are going to be all up against each other and hanging out with other people, but like, at least you're only camping with your group of people in a certain area. Yeah, yeah. That's spread out enough to where it's not as weird, and people just got to be careful. Like, I can't say I would mind. Like, that'd be nice because it would be cool. You know, I remember, you know, even back like at the mousetrap, I went. I remember seeing Downlink years ago there, and I had like room to dance and vibe and everything. Right. And then the last time I saw him, I. Like it was wild in there. I couldn't move at all. You know, yeah, it's it like jam packed in that bitch. And you always get those assholes. Like I want you know feel your feel what you're feeling. Have a good time. And everything. But right. No, there's other people around you in your space. Exactly. Like, Some too many people are in their own world. And like, don't get me wrong. That's cool. Like, do your thing. I, I want to see people <clears throat> dancing and having a good time with their friends. Mm-hmm. But sometimes there's people out there that are like reckless with it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Almost like. It's almost like hardcore shows have more consideration of who's around them. Like, yeah, yeah, you might get hit in the face with a fist, but that's because you were by the pit. Like, I can't vibe because you're like throwing elbows at me. Right, like, right. Which is like, which is fine. Get away from the pit, but that's where that that kind of dancing should be. And if you're out of the pit, yeah, you yeah. should have you should be okay and be able to hang out. But it's like people will just have their own like mini pits, <laughs> like in a in a sense, yeah, yeah. like in and everywhere. That's how like, they clear their area, you right? Know? And it's like I get it. Right, and it's like I get it, but it's also mm-hmm. like you got to be a little bit considerate because it's like definitely not fair to other people. Um, yeah, I know it's like it. You wait at the end of that or middle of that show, you go back and like in the pool table area, it's where all all of our friends were and like all the DJs right. like hanging out there. Like screw that, let them do right. their thing. Yeah, we're getting out that, of there. Yeah, I just need a breather. Cause, I mean, especially with the trap, it's like it's so. It's like a sweet small venue that it's just like yes, it's cool having all these people in there, but then it's just like, fuck, it's it's the summertime and we're sweating. It's uh-huh. like a hundred degrees in there alone, and it's like colder outside, even though it's still ninety degrees outside or ninety five degrees, and it's like it could be it could be reckless in there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I really wish like the restrooms were in different spots, dude. Right by the <laughs> stage, like why is that a thing? I know. Like so, hard. it's it's a battle, and even to get out, you know, yes. you got to fight the crowd to get outside, or right. fight the crowd to get to the restaurant. Right? They should have had but, the stage on the opposite end. Yeah, like I feel like they could have just boarded up those windows and. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm bitching about that, but I love the place. It's, oh, love it to yeah. death. It's, a, it's home me. base for sure. Yeah, it's, <clears throat> it's definitely helped me. Um, like I'm glad I came out here to indie. Like it was definitely I was questioning it at first, like ah, should I stay? where I was, should I move to Texas or should I go to Colorado? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was. And it was just like, okay, I have a lot of friends that are out here in Indy and it's like, we can work on music, do what we got to do. And then Indy Mojo was just like, Hey, do you want all these shows? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. And now I don't think there's one person in the scene that doesn't know our name. Yeah, Like everyone knows your name for sure. But then me coming out here this past year, 
for sure everyone knows who I am as by my artist name, not even just mm-hmm. my real name. So it's like, it's definitely helped me a lot and it's like good for my resume. You yeah, know, like I'd say more people know my, my name, my alias, I guess, right. than, than actually my face or my name, you know, um, for good or bad reasons, whatever that may right. be, you I know. Mean, hey, it's like they still know us from the music, so yeah. And they know we're gonna go up there and kill it and play some originals, or if not, we're throwing a good set, like grid transitions, good buildups, all that stuff. Like we, they know that <clears throat> if they see anyone in the frequency family, they know they're gonna get a good show. Yeah. R- regardless if you love, if you only like rhythm, like you know what I'm saying. We might throw a couple in there for you, but you know we're gonna play whatever we want and whatever we feel that it's necessary for that show. Yeah. Yeah. And we try to, at least I know speaking for myself, I try to feel out the vibe, play different yeah. stuff. So, I mean, yeah, some shows I feel it's appropriate to play some originals and others. I'm just playing a DJ set. Yeah. You know, um, absolutely. If I'm playing downtown or something, I was like, these, this crowd doesn't even care about the originals. They, don't care right? about they the just origin- want to come here and vibe. And yeah, drink exactly. And, yeah. Hear some shit. They know, right. maybe don't know, but yeah, it's, it's been fun though. Yeah, it's definitely been a like 2020 wasn't the worst year in the world. Like a lot of great things has, hap- has happened for me and I'm definitely blessed for all that and appreciate everyone that's helped me out here. Um I can't stress that enough. Like I appreciate all the help cuz like <clears throat> you know, like I was chilling in Terre Haute for the year last year or 2 years ago and um when I came back from Oregon and shit and like you know, like even being in Terre Haute that helped me a lot. Mm-hmm. Just like playing, learning how to play on a fucking system. Oh yeah, and not just like good speakers. Like oh. it's a whole different story. Yeah, the Verve was a huge part in me growing. That yeah, between that and Skybar, Cam bringing me True. up there to play there. True, like, those are the places I really got to test the waters and you know figure out some different things. Right, just, you know, I, I cleared a lot of floors both hey, those places. <laughs> that's, what, that's what you got to do sometimes. Yeah. The Verve doesn't count, but. You know, they're <laughs> yeah, they're just like you know, I mean there's some good people out there for sure and they're still homies of mine, but it's like and they would come out and support. Yeah, for but sure. Those would be the ones that wouldn't clear the floor. It's always yeah. just the college kids and like I get it. <clears throat> but you know Tuesdays, the days we would play, the Tuesday is Wubs on Wabash. Yeah. What the fuck does Wub what does a Wub mean to anybody? Even if you don't know what Wubs are and you don't know you're like, oh, I don't even know what the definition of a wub is. Like, you obviously got to understand whether you looked it up or not that it's going to be some kind of different music. The locals probably called us the wubs. Right. <laughs> they, they were like, oh, the the wubs DJs are there. They probably yeah. thought that was our name or something. But it's like, no, we're not going to play. Please don't come up to us and request fucking some Taylor Swift. Yeah, or- some Kesha or something. <laughs> Maybe I would play some Kesha if I had it. But it's like. We do, ha- we do have a price. They could have tipped us well enough if oh, we had the track. 100%. We could have just plugged in a fucking RCA to Ox and yeah, then played yeah. their song and whatever you want. E- keep echo it, going. it out. Yeah, but don't come up there and ask us to play some song that's on the radio, like Old Town Road. I don't know how many it's times. It's my friend's birthday. Right. Will you play this? It's like, no, like, I'm sorry, but this is literally, and it never ever is, even on Thursdays and Saturdays, which is like the college days. Like Thursdays, everyone goes to and gets jam-packed and the verve and goes crazy for their fucking you know 2000s hits people go crazy for fucking um gold digger for kanye west people yeah, still yeah. go crazy for that and like no hate to that and it's like it's like these are all good songs but it's like 
I don't know. We're just in this scene to where it's like we want to hear new shit. We want to, yeah, well, let's hear yeah. let's hear the songs we know, mix them into a bunch of songs we don't know, so we could be like, fuck, who was that? Was that their new original? Was that unreleased? Or was it, you know, someone else that we, whatever. It's like, I want to hear some new shit. Yeah, no, it was uh, it was interesting. I got to play a bunch of different kind of sets down there. I remember, yeah. like, you know, that was the one place I could get away with playing a twerk set. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Know? And it, it actually would work, you know. Yeah, it'd it be, would kill. Um, just, you know, it was fun to get to play different different genres that you don't always have a place to play around here. Right. You know, it. Um, I guess twerk twerk can be a guilty pleasure. I don't I don't necessarily like I mean, listening to it, right? But I love playing it. It's such a, <laughs> yeah, the hundred BPM vibe is just like yeah. that area is such a good like bouncy, nice, yeah, fun, and then like the transitions if you get them right are even better. So it's like I get it. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. used to listen to it a lot back in the day when it was like thriving mm-hmm. in the scene and stuff like that, and like so I totally get it. And like, but it's like you really i don't i mean you could i guess but i don't i don't think you could really do it like at a mojo show or something oh, no like no. no people would be like okay this is kind of fun but unless it's like super heavy bass twerk like yeah, yeah. no one's gonna be fucking dancing to like high-pitched synths that are like like some shit like mm-hmm. that like you might be able to get a couple songs in but like a whole set no way well and you know that was one of the things when when I was in Thailand during the beginning of quarantine, that was one of the biggest things I learned, like, knowing just how different, like, musical tastes and what you can play yeah. and, like, especially, like, world music. Like, what goes with, you know, audiences from everywhere. Right. The, you know, when we were hanging out, way. it was always Dylan Francis or Diplo right. or, you know, Alice in Wonderland would work. The, those kind of things. Um, or just, like, some really, like, European house yeah. and you know stuff like that oh yeah but everyone yeah. loves the house that's man that's just a different level of understanding of music like, yeah to be able to tour the world and play that shit and everyone fucks with it yeah like, yeah I feel like you really gotta have some kind of niche like like some crazy heavy shit like i can't wait to see dudes like you know like Easy Baked or Sarut or S Fam, like touring Europe or something. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they're doing a bunch of shit in America. I don't. I could be wrong. They I, they could have gone somewhere in Europe, but like, you don't really hear of like. I know these. A lot of these guys are like this genre is definitely newer. Like these weird experimental wubby bass shit is definitely newer, and people are yeah. probably still catching on if they already haven't. But it's like, I want that music to blow up to where that's worldwide too like that's our shit well i remember the dude uh that let me use his studio there for the stream yeah i remember that he sat in there for a second and was just kind of like uh i'm out oh (laughs) shit he was cool yeah i I still talk to him but uh, of course you know he definitely plays that like electro big room house kind of stuff and right i mean that's what their clubs are into and that's what he produces and okay but um yeah, you know, I, I I warned him like you know I play some weird bass stuff like yeah. weird, some weird weird stuff. He's yeah, like, he's oh probably, cool, I'll check it out. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. You know, he's like, oh, that's not what I thought. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's probably my guilty pleasure is big room. Honestly, like I haven't found any good shit in a while. But like when I was first getting into it, like going to like uh, my first like big festival, non camping was Spring Awakening in Soldier okay, Field. Yeah. I did that like two years in a row, and like. You know, main stage had like the uh, Sand Sander Van Dorn and like okay. um, 
um, DVBBS before they became dicks and shit. Like, you know, <laughs> like weirdos, but like, you know, big, big room guys where it's like they're only playing. I think I, I saw bingo players there. Bingo you don't even know player. bingo no. players. Wow. And no. I thought they were big enough to where that was a household name. No. Like, I, oh, fuck. I should have wrote it down. But I said one. <laughs> I said an artist to uh, my girlfriend, Amanda. And she was like, nope, never heard of them before. And I'm like, huh? It was like a name that's as big as Martin Garrix. Really? Like, a, like an artist like that, like bingo players. Like yeah. bingo players is bigger than Martin Garrix, in my opinion. Hmm. Like, I know Martin Garrix is huge, and, you know, because of how young he was and how quickly he blew up, obviously, he's probably he's probably bigger than bingo players, but, like, at the time, it was, like, yeah, these yeah. guys are, like, big, like, huge, huge guys. Well, you know, I, in, I, I fuck with all types, you know, like, the same thing. I, there's a lot of big room house, and even trying to figure out kind of sets when I was first DJing, like, figuring out what, you know, what kind of genres could mesh well together right instead of just trying to find ones that are saying bpm or key or whatever right but, trying to mix it up hell you know like i didn't like i know a lot of old school rap but you know some of the new rappers and stuff um like maddie will be saying some stuff like no i've never heard this track in my life and, oh shit you know, uh, yeah some like really popular shit but, right you're talking about like rap music and well just in general just, just pop anything. music you know yeah, it's yeah. like open format djing that's like that's hard for me just because I, I didn't follow, like, pop music as much no. as I did always underground music. Right, and, uh, right. Like, there there was definitely a time for me where I was following pop music just because it was like, okay, I'll just start. Yeah, I wasn't that deep into electronic to where it's like now there's no point really in even listening to any kind of pop music unless you hear it on Instagram or TikTok or you turn on the radio and you're like, oh, this is kind of cool. Or, yeah, yeah. or you hear it for two seconds. You're like, oh, I, I recognize this song and this new artist. But I'm not looking at their their most recent album that just came out at mm -hmm. all. Like, like there's like no like I remember. I mean, obviously I wasn't that into electronic music, but there was a time where I was like I knew every new rapper, whether I found it or my cousins found it. Like they would always find rappers that I've never even heard of, and then six months they're like, oh, this summer they or uh, winter time they find an artist, and then in the summer that artist is blown up. Yeah, type of shit where it's like they'll be like, okay, I give that one. I forgot who it was. One of them was Drake. My cousins found Drake a while, like, but like eight months before he blew up, and yeah. they're like, this dude's gonna fucking blow up. And you know, we didn't think it was gonna be as big as he is now, but that we knew he was gonna blow up. And then summer hit, and it was just like this Drake song, that Drake song, this Drake song, and then you know, two chains or some shit. And they're like, now he's they're like oh, four months, he'll blow up. And then four to six months, this guy's, you know, he's two chains. And when he gets to that point, and it's like, fuck, man. We kept, I think, two chains is in the French Bulldog game. Yeah. We, oh, yeah. My sister's like, yeah, we can, we, we can use his stud or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That'd dogs. be crazy. He does, he has a little brown one. Yeah. Yeah. And um, actually, today, um, I've been thinking about this for a while. I've always wanted a Frenchie, but uh, your sister, the puppies were born today. Yeah. You probably know that. Uh, Two days, two days ago. It was two days ago. Yeah. Oh, I got okay. Pictures. I'll show you later. Yeah, I would love to yeah. see him because uh, we'll put the puppies up on screen. Yes, because um, <laughs> yeah, we're actually trying to purchase one and possibly breed. But oh, excuse me, sorry. Bleep that out. Uh, <laughs> all the burps just bleep them like they're curse words. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Can I have another beer? Yeah. yeah. Thank you. 
But uh, yeah, I think she said there was like all black ones and brown ones that came out. Yeah, gray, gray and brown. Oh, some grays. It might be black. I don't know. I okay. mean, they call them. They have. Well, the grays are like the bluer ones, and then and then yeah. Amanda, because your sister texted Amanda, was like, "Hey, they they were just born today or mm-hmm. whenever yesterday," and uh, one might not make it. One's a, yeah, one's a little guy. It's like Damn. usually like eight ounces, but one was only like four. Fuck. I don't know. I haven't I haven't checked in with her. Oh, but they, they work some miracles, so. Yeah, I I mean I can't wait mm-hmm. to give like have a conversation with your sister about that because like, I mean I had a puppy back in the day, <clears throat> um, and then my ex took it, which I honestly knew that was gonna happen. There was no way that she wasn't gonna take it. Yeah. Um, which is fine because I probably wouldn't have been been able to go to Oregon. I probably would have never never to which, if it wasn't for Oregon, I wouldn't be here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, maybe. Who knows? I would never even probably would never have gone to Terre Haute. Yeah. To be honest, I was, still would have been friends with Josh. I still would have been friends with Jake. Mm-hmm. But then I probably would have never known you yeah. as well. You know what I'm saying? Maybe have just known you of you, but not to where the whole Terre Haute year where we were just fucking oh, for going sure. ham. Like, I mean, it's the only reason me coming down to the verb. Right. We met. Yeah, know. that's how we, yeah, that's like our first times. Um, like the first time I met Mike, he came through to play a Tuesday. And he showed us some tracks. I was like, fuck, like, this is the kind of music that I fuck with, like the trappier shit that you made, like the sweet vocal chop song. Like, we got we to gotta find that yeah, one. Do you, I, do you have, I have that one it, still? I have an old version of it that I got to yeah. fix a lot of stuff on. Still. But, yeah, I got, At least you I got, got that. The, yeah. the meat of it, you know? Yeah, I remember just hearing that and just, like, looking at Jake, like, fuck, this is dope. And then we got to the verb and we were mixing. I was like, oh, and he could DJ? Like, great. Like, this is perfect. Like, no, I think f- I've got worse to DJ. <laughs> yeah, Honestly. We're, we're getting worse over time. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's like, you know, no no offense to DJs that are still learning and, and are just doing however they're doing their transitions. But it's like, I, I look for, I look for people that are, I want to hang out more with people that, know what they're doing or at least want to learn more you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. like there's i've had a couple not out here but there's been a couple people back home that were just like they're like oh they've got a two or three shows and they think they're the shit and it's like sure you got two or three shows but that doesn't mean you're good yeah you yeah. just had an, you had enough to where they wanted to book you and they're probably not booking you again because you don't want to learn and get better and it's like you're doing all these weird dumb transitions that don't even make sense that are off phrased or you know, just very beginner shit, and it's like I can't really. You know, we could we could be cool, we could be chill, but you're. Yeah. I know deep down that I'm miles better than you. Yeah, and you know, I the thing I guess I don't even mind that, and I'm like I'm always willing to help people out. And I, oh, I mean, me too. Like people come over here to learn on the CDJs and stuff a lot, and I guess what bothers me is when people like gotta like talk themselves up so much more than they are like, just be comfortable where you yes. are you know i mean i know where i'm at you know yes. i've got a lot to learn and a lot yes. to improve on and um you know just in in all areas of it you know social media i mean production i would mastering, say mixing. right but i would even say personally for you you've got djing down oh yeah like yeah. you got it to where it's like you could play a show hour mm-hmm. you could play an hour and a half if you wanted to and not oh, I, plan one bit Oh, I could, I mean, just same thing. I mean, that's how I practiced. I practiced three, four hours just right. going through all my tracks, you know, making sure I didn't play the same sequence of everything every right. time just so it right. kind of give me a 
a crash course on things. Right. You know, practice practice screwing up and recovery so from you know it, how to yeah know? so you know how to recover there was a time where uh vital and i would literally say fuck plan sets we were like anti-plan sets yeah. for probably majority of my career of dj <laughs> like there was like a good four or five i'm probably like what eight years in i would say seven years of excuse me djing and about well probably like eight djing seven and a half with producing because I started late with production because that's just another story. And uh, it was just like, we were just like, fuck, plan sets. We'll, we'll never plan a set. Like, we're going to fucking make sure we freestyle everything and da-da-da-da-da. And, and now I'm to the point where it's like, oh, I've, I've definitely done it. And majority of the shows that I've done here, even for Indie Mojo, I probably planned the first five songs just to have a good intro. Yeah. And then from there, I'm just like, okay, I know what I'm going to play. But it, now I've realized with my most recent shows, having like a set hundred songs or whatever and in a somewhat of an order really can help your set. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm starting to get on that page with things. Mm. You know, I, and I, I think it depends on where you're playing. Of course. You know, if you're playing a club, you've got to feel out that crowd. Yeah, you know, like it just when you see that crowd leave, you know, if your next song isn't what is kind of in the same, same lines of the song that made everyone leave, you can't play that. Right, um, you gotta switch it up a little. But if you're playing like a mojo set or something that you're, you know, if you're playing it to showcase what you're about and everything, I feel like you should plan that almost. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different. You're creating a different experience, right? And you know, put it out there, take it or leave it. Yeah, um, but. I was gonna say, especially if you're playing originals. Yeah, yeah. Like for if sure. you're doing that, obviously that's planned. I would say more. I mean, even if they know or not, but like you, I feel like with originals, you really want to like at least understand the route you want to go with your songs. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, should I start from this BPM higher or lower, and da da da, and you know, just little things like that. Well, I remember help. like a uh, figure at the mousetrap. Someone, someone said something to him like, "Man, you play." You, I saw you were using sync here. He's like, they're my fucking tracks. I'll play them however the fuck I want. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and it's true. You know, it's yeah. like he's up there just trying to play it. And he's a dope DJ. Oh, you know, great. I mean, he's, he's not really using good. sync because he can't DJ. Right. Um, and, you know, a lot of people see that and like all these headliners and, you know, national acts are using sync. Yeah. They do, but they... They learned what they were doing first, right. you know. And there was actually a time where that was in the same time we were. I mean, I'm still anti sync. Honestly, same. like I'm still anti sync. Not because I think it's a bad. It just screws me up. <laughs> I think in a way it's a cop out, <clears throat> um, because it's like, all right, most most DJs that I know that might use sync, we know you're still you're chilling in 140 and probably going to 150. How hard is it to move up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the fun of it, in my opinion. If you're like, oh, shit, I'm at 150. Fuck, I want to bring it down to 130. All right, I got two songs to bring it down to 130. And you're fucking around, and people see you working up there. I want to, I want to see you working up there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not saying DJs around here don't work on stage because they're not like, all right, let me fucking see you. Most of the DJs here are actually DJing and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. But if there was DJs, I'm glad they're not local DJs doing it, but like some DJs that are just... 
got to stand on the table and, you know, do this <laughs> and come on, let me see you. And it's like, how do they transition out of that song if yeah. their hands not even touching the board or whatever? Just like little things that are just like, damn, man, like. I guess there's a time and place for that kind of thing. There's 100% of time and a place. Like, you plan out, like, if you find, like, a good, you get a good, like, I mean, there's a a lot of times where I'm mixing, and I just get that next song in so perfectly where I see that this song is going to end perfectly at the buildup of the next song. So I'll be like, all right, motherfuckers, if I want to hop on the mic, like, let's fucking go, let's get it, and all I have to do is switch the bass. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then I get that's the time to do it. But if it's like every other song, three, two, one, like sometimes it's hype, but sometimes it's fun, but you know, maybe calm down on it. Yeah. Well, in my know, opinion, that's just my opinion. I guess you could produce a cool change, like an edit or something, mm-hmm. and you know, get up there and you know it's coming up. You already switched it out. You did the work in the studio already, True. you know, get up there, hype everyone up. Right. Um, but no, it's it, like, you know, one of the cool things, like uh, hanging out with Hugh Jeffner, like, mm-hmm. He straight up plays those CDJs like an instrument. Yeah. Man. And like, I mean, he's back from turntable days mm-hmm. and everything, but still, he, you know, I, I learned a lot just watching him. And, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's cool to see DJs that actually go out there and use everything they have. Right. And without overdoing it. Mm-hmm. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, there definitely is an art to that. Oh, yeah. That's like some crystal method shit. I was like, when I first saw crystal method, how they have like the old, he had like, I mean, this was like almost eight years ago, <laughs> like literally probably like six, seven years ago. Um, but he, they had the one CDJ on two guitar necks. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. that shit. And he's just up there like blah, 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 doing some fucking wacky shit. And I'm like, holy fuck. Like that's a it's already an instrument, but now it's like an instrument. Like, yep. <laughs> like he's actually doing some fucking wacky shit that I've never seen before. No, there there's so many cool ways you can add things into your set. And that's like really I dude, I, I wish I didn't have to find all those bills I had to pay with this <laughs> the money I just got. I want one of those standalone machines. So I don't have to have a computer, but I can still program everything in and put that mm. into the mixer and still do some different do stuff. Do some shit. You know? Yeah. Um, just I mean, I want to be entertained up there. For right. myself, you know, yeah, right. I, I wouldn't have fun playing. Exactly. You know, I I got too much time to drink beer up there sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, all right, well, this transition's already done. Yeah. Like um, 30, 40 seconds before you even get to the transition. Like, especially yeah. if you have it set perfectly, like, or you're like, fuck, okay, here we go. Oh, wow. Like I said earlier, when you just catch that one where it's like, this song's ending into the buildup, that buildup's at least a 16 or sometimes a 32. And you're just like, pfft. I got like forty seconds to chill right here. Yeah. Like, well, and there's things you could do. High pass. Like, what else are you gonna do? You know? Yeah, but I mean, sometimes I'm like thinking in my head when I hear a DJ is like, "Give it a rest." Yeah. Like, you know, they <laughs> yeah. they did the work on this track. Don't screw it up. Right. right. Unless you're like making it better. And, right. Um, Agreed. Just, just don't do things just to do them. You know, we're mm-hmm. we're here to vibe out. So yeah, we're still trying to have a good ass time and. Not hear you do some random shit. I mean, sometimes yeah. it works. Yeah. I mean, I like, I honestly love hearing big DJs on stage fuck up. Mm-hmm. If they fuck up, you're like, oh, thank God. Yeah, it's yeah. It's not a pre-planned set or like, not even like a pre-planned, not even like a pre-planned set, but like, it's not like these next three transitions is one song and they're just mm-hmm. kind of up there fucking around with the filter or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, 
Well, I mean, and that's one of the things, you know, I talk to some people about, like, He's got to get comfortable fucking up up there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it just it happens. You mm-hmm. know, and it, I I remember when I was learning, people would always be like, "Just got to keep your game face on. Just can't you know can't show anything." Like I don't even care. And it's like, whoops. Yeah. <laughs> you know, here we I'll, go. Bring yeah. the next one. There's been a couple. There was, I probably whatever play like three indie mojo shows. Maybe two of them. I did a trans. I did two. I messed up a transition and look up and just find a friend and go. Yeah, <laughs> and then just like yeah, I'm pissed at myself that I did that. Like, but I'm just not gonna like ruin, make it ruin my night. And then it's like, oh fuck, there goes everything. And like, no, like just redemption, redemption transition. That's all you got to do. The RT, redemption transition. Yeah, if you worry too much about them, it's hard to get back on that train. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you, you just really got to get over it. it. And, yeah. So it's just better to brush it off and keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I forget where I heard it, but it's like you can screw up in live sets. That just ha- that happens all the time. But if you're recording a mix or something, that shit needs to be perfect. Oh yeah, because <laughs> people are gonna listen back to that and they're gonna hear that spot every time. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, "Here's the part where he fucks up." And like, yep. no, you can't do that. But I mean, fuck. I had to break out the tequila. Fuck it. You want some? I'll do a shot. We got to do a little bit of editing after this. So, I mean, I'm about it. You want another class? I mean, it's sanitized. It's alcohol. Yeah. I think we'll be fine. We'll yeah, we'll be fine. What's our time? I have no idea. Let's see. Do, uh, we could do that follow thing. We're almost at an hour. Really? Yeah, 52 minutes. Holy so, shit. I mean, that fuck. That was our longest one. Yeah, that was a good... Good talk. That was a good talk. <laughs> yeah, that was a really good talk. I mean, I... I feel like we could still keep going, but I don't want to make it any longer. Yeah, than an hour. We, we won't overdo it, you know. Um, take our final tequila shots here. Might have a couple more, but yep. yeah. Thanks so much, guys. We'll be doing these again, and yeah, we'll see you next week, and yeah. we'll be catching up soon. Maybe we'll maybe we'll do them live at some point. Who fucking knows? yeah? Honestly, I'd be about it doing a Twitch one where we just like. Maybe stream the first 20. Yeah, it'd be cool to have some comments and chat room going and kind of interact with people. So, well, we appreciate you. My name is High Fives and I'm Slow Boy. Thanks. Thanks for the good talk. Oh, <laughs>